Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Life of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Bible Study. Hallelujah. We thank God for just another day. He has set our lives another day. He gave us an opportunity to find out what he wants us to know about him and ourselves. Hallelujah. Because when we see him, we will see ourselves. Hallelujah. We may not like what we see, but we're going to see ourselves. Hallelujah. So we give him praise. We give him honor. We give him glory. We bless him today because truly this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. I will bless him at all times. Hallelujah. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul will make a boast of us. Humble will hear about it, and they're going to jump and shout. They're going to get glad. Hallelujah. going to magnify the Lord with me. Let us rejoice in his name together. We thank God for another opportunity. We greet you on behalf of our uh, co-founder, Archbishop Rebecca Smith, our senior pastor, Pastor Oshibar Hartman, and Lady E. And we thank God for you, you, and especially you being here today. Those of you online, we greet you in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank God for you. And we pray that today that we will hear something that would motivate us, that would encourage us, inspire us to do the will of God, because the place, the safest place you can be is in the will of God. Amen. So um, before we get started, we're going to have a word of prayer by Elder. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank
When I look back over my life and I see where he brought me from, I can truly say that I've been blessed. Let me tell you, woke up this morning, got out of my bed. I looked around, here's what I said. Thank you, Lord, for the blood you shed. You put a roof up over my head. Thank you, Lord, for another day.
another blessing. Hallelujah. Woke us up this morning. Hallelujah. In our right mind. Hallelujah. We thank God. God is your safe. Amen. Didn't have to do it, but I'm so glad he did. My mama say one, uh, one more time. Glad to be in the number. Yes, one more time. Glad he woke me up. One more time. Hallelujah. We bless the Lord today again. Welcome you again, those of you online and those of here in the building. We are grateful to God to look at Romans, the 12th chapter. Amen. And um, Paul again was talking to uh, uh, this uh, two nations of people in this church at Rome. We have the Gentile nation and we have the Jewish nation. Uh, but now they're all believers. They are uh, believers. And, and so uh, uh, now, you know, when we first get born again, we got to get the milk of the word. And so Paul has been, uh, from chapter 1, trying his best, get them to forget about the old past. Forget about what you used to do because Christ brought in a new, hallelujah, and perfect way that we can receive salvation. He, he began to tell him it's not by works that any man he should boast. It's the gift of God. It's, and, and while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So it wasn't anything that we did. It's not because you are a house of Israel or you're a Gentile. It's the grace of God. He began to tell them that if you call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. If you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. It's not about where you were born. Amen. <laughs> not who your daddy was. Wasn't who your mama was. It is the grace of God. And so after he believed he had got that in their head, he also we told us about that whom he foreknew, he did the death. And, 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 and so no, no matter what happens to you, he said, oh, good. Uh, uh, everything works out for you good. If you are called according to this purpose and you love him, uh, uh, he began to tell them all about this good stuff in, in the 8th in the, in the chapter of Romans about how it's the spirit of God that leads and guides us. And, and so now he comes to uh, chapter 12. And, you know, in chapter 10, he told them about how, you know, you must be born again. You've got to uh, uh, confess the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, then you have to know uh, the word of God because you have to have know who you're calling on to believe. And uh, who can, uh, and, and how can you know who to call on unless you have somebody to tell you and the person to tell you got to be called by God. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. So we thank God that now in uh, uh, chapter, and he also began to tell him in chapter 11, that now the Jews uh, uh, were blinded and it was prophesied by Isaiah uh, uh, that the Jews will be blind so the Gentiles can come in. And so uh, uh, the Gentiles come in now because the Jews are blinded according to concerning Jesus Christ. 
They had all the prophecies. They had everything. They had the scrolls and everything to guide them, but it was prophesied that they would be blinded. God blinded their eyes so the Gentiles can come in. You said, well, how is that? Well, let me tell you. The Jews rejected Jesus because they were blind. When they rejected Jesus, then that caused Jesus to be crucified. The crucifixion then brought us all in. Because now all of our sins have been paid for by Jesus giving his life as a ransom for us. And so because the Jews rejected Jesus, then he was crucified. So thank you, Jews. <laughs> you gave me an opportunity to know Jesus. So now he began to say, now, I want you to, to after you've figured out how to, that you are born again, and it doesn't matter about your rituals and all this other stuff. No, there's a new way that Jesus came to bring us salvation. And then he began to say, uh, uh, now, I beseech you, I beg you, brothers, by the mercies of God. I mean, he's pleading with them. Now, all of that, present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God. The Jews were, were, were used to offering, uh, uh, giving their offering to the high priest to, to offer sacrifice. The Gentiles were used to offering to idols. So they all were familiar with sacrifice. They're all familiar with offering. And so now he tells you now it's different. <laughs> you don't have to get no turtle dogs. You don't have to do all this stuff. Now present your body, present your being as a living Sacrifice. Back then they had to slay the sacrifice, right? But now, now, no, he wants a living sacrifice. Now it's got to be holy and acceptable, as, as always, unto God. And so, so and when we come to uh, Romans 12, Paul urges his readers to make their bodies living sacrifice to glorify God. And so, of course, he began to tell them how they need to offer up their bodies. And the dedication to God. And this is no big thing. This is your reasonable sacrifice. You ain't done nothing great. This is your reasonable sacrifice, uh, your reasonable thing. And so it's done because of our experience with God and his mercy. You offer this up because you're thankful and grateful to God for what he did for you. So uh, he said, now don't, when you do that, do not be contaminated with the world. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Let God transform your mind. Yeah. Hallelujah. And then he begins, he goes down to verse 3. Verse 3 covers the believer and service. The believer and service. So, uh, so now he talks about in verse 3 that be honest with your estimates of yourself. Don't think highly that you are. Know that we're all at the mercies of God. And so then he began to talk about the gifts, uh, which we read from verse 3 to verse 8. Uh, uh, he began to say now, uh, we have many members. He began to talk about, you know, first he talked about your body, present your body living sacrifice. Now he's talking about the body of Christ. Being, uh, 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 we're all a part of the body of Christ. All of us have our own place in the body. Hallelujah. 
Again, Paul uh, 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 challenges is to bring these two nations of people into one whole body. So in order to do that, he began to demonstrate it as a physical body, uh, uh, how the body of Christ is like a physical body. Every member has its own purpose. And he began to say that each member has its own measure. Uh, everything has its own measure. And we talked last week how that how I was amazed at how we, uh, we were baking a cake. We put salt in, in, in something that's going to be sweet. I didn't understand that. I didn't make, it still don't make sense to me. Because, I mean, you're making a cake, you want to be sweet, right? And so, but you still got to put salt in it. But salt has a measure. Everything you put in that mixture has its own measure. But when it comes all together, it has a perfect taste, right? And so as the body of Christ, all of us have our own measure of faith. Because what Elohim, the faith Elohim needs, I may not need that. Because my challenges may not be the same as hers. And so all of us have our own measure of faith because based on what we're going to be dealing with, because God already knows what we're going to deal with before we got here. He gave us all a measure, our own measure of faith. So don't be jealous of another person when they're doing whatever they're doing. God has given them grace to do what they do, so we ought to rejoice because it's benefiting the body. Amen. If your sister is blessed, if you are, that's why we ought to rejoice when other, one other, every other one gets blessed because it it motivates, it should, let me say it like this, it should motivate you when your sister gets blessed, when your brother gets blessed. Because now you say, if he did it for him, he'll do it for me. So you don't get envy or jealous. You get glad because we want to see the body of Christ prosper. You should be glad that somebody in your church driving whatever they drive, living like they're living, Especially if their if their if their life is living pleasing to God, you want to rejoice in that, not be sad about, it, or be uh, feeling bad that you ain't got. It. You want to be glad because that's motivation to you. He did it for her. I know he can do it for me. And and I may not have that grace to handle what they have. So I got to stay in my own lane because a lot of that to to who much is given. Much is required. I don't think I'll ever want to be a president of no country. <laughs> People just don't even know. People want to run be up somebody pastor. You don't know what that entails. There ain't want to be nobody pastor. <laughs> we, 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 we have no inkling what that really means. It's not a position. It's a service. That's what Jesus said. Well, I wasn't sitting here to serve. I was sitting here to serve. Now, Jesus came to serve. You got to do the same thing. And you try to run to try to serve. You don't know. Mm-hmm. People just don't know. They think it's 
Daniel's prestige. Do you see the glory? But I'm telling you, you don't know the story. <laughs> because if 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 you see any kind of gold look, there has to be some refining time that ain't pretty. <laughs> refining time is not pretty. But a lot of people see the see the glitter now. But oh when was that when the dark days came, they didn't know nothing about it. They didn't know that now because of what you went through, you know God in a different way. So now it shows out on you because now you know him because you had some experience with him. And so, so Paul is trying to tell them, look, do not be concerned about position and all this other stuff that don't mean anything. Everybody has his own proper place in the body of Christ. If we could ever get that right, the churches will move on with no problem. Because we have all, every, every member in your body, have its own function. The eye can't walk. The nose can't speak. Each have its own function, so we need to function where God have us to function. And the body will function great if everything's doing what it's supposed to be. Right? And so uh, this is what Paul is striving with them, and he began to tell them, listen, we all got gifts. But you all got gifts that's different according to the grace that's given to us. All of us have different grace. All of us can't teach like El, 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 El. Uh, all, all of us don't have the same grace. So we got to be comfortable in the grace that God gives us. Well, that's why David said, I'd rather be a donkey. I know that's right. <laughs> that's why they keep the donkey. It doesn't matter. Long as I'm in the in the house of God, long as I'm in the kingdom, let me be. It doesn't matter about the position, but people are so concerned about position. I'm telling you, uh, 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 being having this uh, consecration coming up, ain't nothing, nothing we were looking for. But they people don't know it's just work. Responsibility comes with that. Yeah. You know, so we ain't trying to look for that. We talking about um, pastors. You know, people thinking or find this best of position they want. And I'm like, you see, never, you know, no, never I have that. I know in Jeremiah 16, some people say, I would give you pastors. But like you say, that is something that God does himself. In another verse, that I will make you. Pastors mm-hmm. after my own heart. Mm-hmm. Well, I will Egyptian, mm-hmm. but never been taught how to lead sheep. Mm-hmm. 
God's people are like sheep, right? And so what God did was had him go in the backside of the mountain. The university to learn how to how to lead out of four years. Now, now college would take four years. Yes, okay. doctors take eight, eight years, ten years. <laughs> he has forty years of learning how to lead sheep. Went back to Egypt and had the biggest church there was. Over two million left Egypt. Just like that. So, but it took 40 years for him to be trained <laughs> to be that leader. <laughs> we didn't get it overnight. And so, but we, we think that, oh, I feel, I feel it. <laughs> and you get a little quiver in your, your fingertips and you think, oh, I got it. Don't let you pray for somebody they got they got tears. Oh, my God. I feel it now. Every time we got to shake it out of hand. No. All of us are given a, a measure. And whatever that measure is, use it for the glory of God. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It's for the it's his. Like uh, uh, we, we're learning now about stewardship. It belongs to God. And we belong to him. So that's why he can tell us, go here, do this, and do that. And if we do it, it brings glory to God. And that's what we see all about is that, is to bring glory to God. Whatever we do, it ain't about us getting famous. It's about yeah. glory going to God. Because being, being the famous people, and they died in shame. Died in shame. Famous. I mean, quick. They, all of a sudden, everybody knew. And then they die in shame. What good is that? Give, make sure God gets the glory out of your life. And those of you online, if you all want to uh, participate, uh, please press 1 so I can know. I know that you have background. That's going to be good for you to uh, chime in. Press 1 on your phone, please, and I'll bring you live. So, so Paul is saying that, listen, we all, the body of Christ, have all of these gifts so we can perfect the saints, so the saints can be mature and grow up. So all these things, but when you get these things, wait on them. Don't just jump and do. uh uh, uh so let if, if you prophesy according to to to, to what, what the proportion of faith, whatever you have, do it to what God has put in you. Yeah. Don't try to do it like somebody else. Don't try to copy TD Jakes. There's only one TD Jakes. His daughter can't be him. She could be like him, but she can't be him. <laughs> and, and so so all of us got to allow God to be God in our life. Let him be God. If we uh, if we let God be God, everything else will go 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 just fine. Our lives will be better. Cuz he has a way that 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 is so smooth. But we provide the bump. <laughs> we we provide the bumps when we want to do our way. You know, like Jonah, he I ain't going to pass you to be pastors to be preach to them folks down there. Let them let them burn them up, Lord. Even after they repent, he wanted to burn up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, 
What? Spare them people. <laughs> you got a pen, one of them at this.
trying to remember now he got this two, two, two nation of people trying to bring them into, into one 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 nation of believers and is telling them how to operate as one how to how to grow as one so we're going to do verse 9 and 10 let me see yeah let's do 9 and 10 
Be kindly affectionate. Stop being cold to your brothers and sisters. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Don't, don't hug me now. <laughs> but, but be kindly affectionate one to another with brotherly love and honoring, preferring one another. You rather your brother have and you do it out. Yes, yes, yes. If, if, if somebody was to have only one thing to give and both of y'all need it, you should let them have it. Let them have it. Because now your love is going to them to be better off because you know that eventually you're going to get to but you prefer an other. How many people will do that? Prefer others. That's Paul This is how I want y'all to respond to each other in this church. Whether that's a Gentile, that's a, a, a Jewish person, it doesn't matter. Now we all believe it. Here's how I need y'all to love each other. Here's how I need y'all to respond to each other. Nothing else. If you seek him first, 
You don't have what you need. Because you got the one who has the source, who is the source, and who can give you the resource to get, to get what you need. And so don't don't be all tied up about you trying to get. You're trying to get so much you can't pray. You're trying to get so much you can't come to church. You're trying to get so much you can't study your Bible. No, seek ye first the kingdom. So let's do verse 11. 11 and, 11 and 12. 11 and 12. Um, this is the American standard. Not lagging behind in diligence, but in fervent in spirit, mm. serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, persevering in tribulation, devoted to prayer. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, you know, he's beginning to make a good list of these things, starting at verse 9, what love to do and to be and to look like. And um, as he's implementing these things, these characteristics that should be in the believer, if they, you know, say that they love, first he was in the five people, four people, whatever, talking about the gift. And they could do it so fervently, you know, and others don't. And they, 
you know, you don't look at someone and be jealous of that or, or, or they don't look at you and say, why you don't pray like me or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, because they might have that that is just um, up above it, but it's according, according to the grace that you are given to mm-hmm. do that. And I know, you know, I'm, I don't have those graces that some may have for that, mm-hmm. but I tell you one thing, you don't you don't want to mess with the grace that God has given you for the anointing of Paul and that he has given you. That's right. That's you know, right. I don't be playing with that, <laughs> but I do, you know, and that's why we do need the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, to pray, you know, continuously all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, so we just be all be thankful for that. And, and, and you you got you to gotta pray continuously because uh, life is a journey. Life is a journey. Mm-hmm. And so even though you had yesterday, mm-hmm. yesterday is not like it is be. The weather can be the same. And so you have to find out how do I navigate this day, and so your 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 you don't turn your GPS off when you try and go through. You keep it off. So prayer is your navigation on how do I navigate through this day because there's gonna be a whole lot of stuff coming after me today. How do I navigate? How do I keep my heart right in spite of what comes my way today? <laughs> would be a whole lot better. And this is what Paul is trying to tell the church. Change your thinking. Don't 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 look at life like you've been looking at it because y'all are looking at it wrong. Forget about all that old uh, y'all are going by. This tradition y'all are going by. Here's how Jesus got a new plan of salvation that is awesome. And he wants you to be a part of it. That's what Paul is stressing to them. And so he said don't be slow don't be lazy. I mean, I can't. Damn the lazy. Shut the lazy. Woo! Oh, my God. 
That thing really burned me up. Oh, you don't see me lose my cool. Oh, my God, be fervent. Get up and do something. Don't sit down waiting for somebody to do something for you. And, and you know, uh, the other uh, one day I was waking up my yard, and I was like, I could have had so-and-so do this, and I could have did this. And, and it came to my mind, if you allow somebody or waiting for somebody to do something that you can do, you're still a child. Wait for you to wait on me. That's a child. And Paul said, when I was a child, yes. <laughs> I spoke as a child. I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So I don't wait for somebody to do something for me that I can do somebody. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> be fervent. Be anxious. Be zealous to do what you need to do. Don't wait for a thing just to, okay, if they come. Or if they don't do that for me, or no, a lot of times we God ain't gonna do nothing that we can do for ourselves. Amen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not, 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 it's not,
Oh, yeah. Yep. That's exactly what Paul is saying. All of us have our own measure. And it's for all to be that perfect, well-oiled machine that keeps going on. You might be the smallest part of that machine, but the machine won't work without you. <laughs> oh, I heard somebody say that, that uh, the, uh, the power source in the car, you have the battery, you have the terminal, and you have the tape, right? Now, the terminal is that small, right? The battery is that big. But no power without either one of them. <laughs> You've got to have it all in order to get power. So you can't say, well, I don't need that thing. You can't say you don't need the battery. You can't say you don't need the cable. And so you, everything is necessary. Everything. And so in the body of Christ, we are all necessary. That's why we're here. We're all necessary. But, you know, about a month and a half ago, in the top, one of the pistons. Oh. The shot. Oh. You know, I, you know, I can't say, you know, I know it wasn't mm-hmm. shot because I had it. I used to. Oh. 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 Oh.
We give you praise, honor, and glory. We give from his place, God, but never from your presence. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you all so much. Let me go get that score. I think it's in uh, Bob's office. Oh, I got it. Okay. 